0: Please take your Bibles with me to the book of Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 29. If you've been with us any time at this church for the last four years, you know we've been in the book of Proverbs on Wednesday evenings. And we're in chapter 29 currently, and there's a verse in there. One of the next verses that we're going to have to deal with that I believe the Lord wants us to look at this morning. Proverbs chapter 29, the Bible says in verse number 18, I would call this vision for the new year. I've preached upon this text several times, but not in this way. Wonderful, powerful verse of scripture, if you'd look at it with me. Proverbs 29, verse 18, the Bible says... Where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. When I preached on this text before in talking about this vision, where there is no vision, the people perish. I preached about how people perish because of things they cannot see. In other words... When someone perishes without the Lord Jesus Christ, he said, "Except you repent, you shall all likewise perish." Some people see no need to repent; they have no vision of eternity. They don't see anything past what's in front of them, and they don't understand the danger. So, any time you can't see danger ahead, then you're liable to perish because of your lack of sight. That's true about an accident. You know, many people have car accidents, and they. They leave this world because they didn't see something. They they missed the person that was coming or the red light or whatever it might be. And people perish because they don't have proper vision. I've preached on that before. I, that's not what I'm speaking on from this text this morning. I've also preached from this text about how people perish not because they cannot see, but because we as God's people cannot see. Many times as... God's people, we do not have a vision for souls. We also do not have a vision of lost people going out into eternity, and we have closed our eyes at their peril. And it's too uncomfortable sometimes to look at the needs, or as Jesus said, to look on the fields. And many times we lose our motivation or our vision for the work of God and the will of God, and because the church, because The people of God have done that and people perish because of our failure to see what God wants us to see. And I think that's a proper way also to look at the text. But I really don't think that is the immediate context of this. Where there is no vision, the people perish. Well, first of all, you say, what's the vision? What is this vision that causes people to perish? Is it our own, as I have said? Is it it someone else's? What is the vision? If you'd get two places in your Bible, and I I think we'll get the immediate context, in the book, please, of Lamentations, chapter two, and then 1 Samuel chapter 3, to find what this vision is that causes people to perish, that makes such a danger for their life. First. Samuel chapter 3, 1 Samuel chapter 3, and Lamentations chapter 2. Of course, Jeremiah and then Lamentations. You know, the Bible is always its best commentary and dictionary. And if we want to know what the vision is, especially here in the Old Testament, all we have to do is look at some of the definitions of that. I want everyone in here to have a wonderful year. I, I, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't know what's going to happen in the nation. I don't know what's going to happen in your life. But I know that it could possibly be very perilous. And that there could be someone in here this morning that perishes. There could be somebody's family that perishes. There can be all types of things happening. In your life, and we have some promises of God to help us and to give us understanding. And the Bible says, Where there is no vision, the people perish. So there can be some perishing that happens because there was just no vision. What is the vision? In Lamentations chapter 2, I want to read that one first because it's the exact phrase that we find in Proverbs 29. Lamentations chapter 2, the Bible says in verse 9, this is, of course, God has been judging Israel. And Lamentations 2, 9, the Bible says, Her gates are sunk into the ground. He hath destroyed and broken her bars. Her king and her princes are among the Gentiles. The law is no more. Her prophets also find No vision from the Lord. Do you see the phrase? There was no vision there and people began to perish. The gates were sunk down. The bars were broken and destroyed. The king and the princes were removed. The law was no more. And the Bible said the prophets, her prophets, find no vision from the Lord. 1 Samuel chapter 3. You know the story of this child Samuel in the days of Eli, the priest who was not faithful to God and had some very wicked sons. And then God sent Samuel. First Samuel chapter 3, the Bible says in verse 1 and the child Samuel ministered unto the Lord before Eli. And the word. Now watch it now. The word of the Lord was precious in those days, there was no open vision. You put the Scripture with Scripture and you'll see this, that God's words were communicated in many different ways in the Bible. In the Old Testament, they were communicated many times in the form of a vision. In other words, when God spoke to man, when he wanted to have a a divine revelation to man, a divine communication to man, when God wanted to instruct man, he would bring forth a vision to someone and that vision would be to a prophet and the prophet would take that vision and prophesy and tell people what God said and showed in that vision. Now, of course, they didn't have a completed Bible like we have a completed Bible. But over and over again, you'll find that in the Word of God. The Bible says that God came to Abram in a vision, saying. It's how God communicated with him, how God talked to him, how God revealed himself to Abram. The Bible said in in the law, in Numbers chapter 12, verse 6, if, if there's a prophet... God said, I myself will, will make myself known unto him in a vision. That's what God said. So God said when he has a prophet, he wants to say something to the prophet. He reveals himself to the prophet in the form of a vision in the Old Testament. And the prophet gave the people the word of God. He said also in Numbers 24 verse 16, The prophet said, I heard the words of God and knew the knowledge of the Most High and saw the vision of the Almighty. That vision was God's communication to man. You'll find it over and over in the Old Testament. The vision of Isaiah, the prophet. The vision of Obadiah, the vision of Nahum, all that was was God showing himself or revealing himself or speaking to man so that man could get the instruction and the revelation and the understanding that God wanted man to have. He didn't just stop that in the Old Testament, by the way. If you've read the New Testament, you know that that God spoke to Peter in a vision. God spoke to the Apostle Paul in in a vision. He even said, Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1, he said, I'll come to the visions and revelations of the Lord. How God revealed himself to Paul through that vision. He did that to lost people as well. He revealed himself in a vision to Cornelius in the New Testament. In the book of Acts, he also revealed himself to Ananias by a vision to tell him what to do with the apostle Paul. You say, Preacher, what, what does that have to do with me? Does, does that mean I should have a vision from God because I have no vision from God, I have no revelation? No, what I'm trying to tell you is the vision was the way that God communicated with people in the Old Testament. And when we come to Proverbs chapter 29, he says, where there is no vision, the people perish. That means this, if God is not communicating with you, If God is not revealing himself to you, if you are not hearing the instructions of God, if you are not getting something from God down here, you are in a perilous situation. You need a prophet. You need a revelation. You need God's words. Now he tells in Hebrews chapter 1 that God and... Times past, He's spoken of the prophets in, in divers manners. One of, that, one of those ways was visions. But He hath in these last days spoken unto us by His Son. Now, now I'll say this. Somebody said, well, I had a vision of the Lord, you know, and many of our charismatic friends, they would say that. I would remind you that many times those visions are visions even of people's own hearts. The Bible said in Jeremiah twenty three sixteen that they had a vision of their own heart and not out of the mouth of the Lord. Just because you're seeing something doesn't mean you're seeing it from God. Matter of fact, probably if you do enough LSD, you'll see a lot of visions. But that doesn't mean they're from God. If you smoke enough marijuana, you probably have a vision sometime, but that's not one of God's visions. In the Old Testament, God was showing a vision so that they could get the Word of God and know what God said. Aren't you glad the Bible tells us that He's in, in these last days He's spoken unto us by His Son. And the Bible says that we also have a more sure word of prophecy because holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. And they wrote down and God has confirmed His Word. And now we have a Bible we don't have to worry about going out in the woods somewhere and saying, God... Would you show me? Would you speak to me? Would you give me some instructions? God gave you a completed 66 books of the Bible and said, I want to talk to you. I want to speak to you. I want to instruct you. I want to reveal myself to you. And he's given us word. And, and he said in this word, if we, add, if we add anything to this book, to the words of this book, if we, if we take anything away from the words of this book, it's a perilous thing and this is what i want to say to you this morning the devil is trying to steal the vision from you the devil wants to make sure that you have no vision of god that you have no instruction from god that you have no revelation from god you say preacher well we have a bible certain uh, look We have Bibles. We have countries that are filled with Bibles that have no communication or instruction that they ever get from God. We have all that we need right here to reveal God to us, but there are so many people that never get this. And God says this in His Word where there is no vision, the people perish. Your life depends upon getting a revelation from God. The danger of your life, you say, well, preacher, I'm saved. Well, you know what the Bible also says? It says that my people, God said about his people in Hosea, he said, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. There are things that sometimes we don't see and we, you know, just because you're saved does not mean that you're letting God instruct you, does not mean you're letting God communicate with you. Now you're here in church this morning. If you don't, if you don't let God communicate with you this morning, it is your fault. But we're going to see in just a moment, just because you're in church does not mean you're letting God communicate with you. I've seen enough kids, amen, in grammar class that were not there. I've seen enough kids watch the Abeka TV screen and they were in another land. Just because the vision is there, just because the communication is there, just because the instruction is there, does not mean it's in your head, does not mean it's in your heart. If there is no vision in your heart of God, if there is no communication of God in your life, you are in peril. You are in danger where there is no vision. The people perish. We have a song in in our hymn book. It says, Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart. You know what's true today is that most people, even saved people, What they are seeing day after day, what they are hearing day after day, is everything and anything but the words of God. They're hearing the words of friends, they're hearing words of society, they're hearing words at work, they're hearing words of relatives. But what you need in your life to keep you from perishing, to keep your life from being ruined or destroyed, from being another, uh, just another story of how something was destroyed by the devil, you have got to have that communication, that revelation, that understanding of God in your life. Because where there is no vision, the people perish. That shows the importance of the Bible. The people perish. Why why is there no vision? In Proverbs 29, I mean, here's a guy speaking about being no vision while he's writing the Bible. You know what the the wise man's afraid of? Though the the Spirit of God is using him to write the Bible, he's afraid his son's not going to be connected with it. He's afraid that his son is going to see everything and hear anything but but see God or hear God or open his heart to God. It's not that the, the vision wasn't there or accessible. It was the failure of someone to open their eyes and see. You know, all the light in the world doesn't help anybody whose eyes are closed. I, I remember hearing, hearing Vance Havner preach that on a recording many years ago and it, just, it shocked me. He said we, we we want to preach about getting light in the world but he says he said it's not what it's not more light that we need it's more sight Somebody needs to open their eyes There's plenty of light but if you've closed your eyes you get no vision you you get no communication you get no help you get no revelation you get no instruction from God if your eyes are closed God forbid that we would open up our eyes and open up our hearts to every other medium in the world. But God, their eyes, they have closed, lest seeing and hearing, they should be converted, you see, in their heart. So I, I say this, the peril of no vision is this. First of all, why, 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 why do people not have a vision of the Lord? Why do they not have this instruction from God that causes them to perish? Because they're unwilling First of all, they, they just close their eyes. They I mean, you're here this morning, but you know how many people aren't in church this morning. We're opening up, if I could say it this way, and I think I wouldn't do damage to the word of God at all. We are opening up today the vision of God. This is God's eyesight. This is God's instruction. This, these are the words. This is God's revelation. This is God's prophecy. You don't have to depend on me. You don't have to depend on somebody, some holy man. You can open it up and the vision is coming out and the revelation is being spoken. But how many people have removed themselves from the vision? And there's no vision for their family. There's no vision for their life because they've removed themselves from it. Do you understand how hard the devil's going to fight you? And it's, he, he does not give up either. If he, can't, if he can't get you this year, he'll keep trying next year. And if he can't get you this month, he'll try next month. He can't get you this week, he'll try next week. His plan, he's already got a plan that he's working to make sure that you're not in church ever to hear the vision. Are you listening to me? As a preacher, I preacher, I've made up my mind. I've heard a lot of people. Like, I've known a lot of people that way. And probably the devil knows exactly what would get you out from under the vision. You know what will happen to your life? You'll perish. You'll be ruined. Because where there is no vision, the people perish. Do we really understand how greatly we need God to communicate with us? And by the way, people go to church. We, we got, we got churchgoers in this country and they never get the vision. They never get the word. They never, they, they never get the words of God. They never get the revelation. What we need is the revelation. We need, we need the prophecy. So many times the vision doesn't come because I've removed myself from it. Right there sits on your coffee table. We'll speak about it tonight if you'll be back. Right there sits the vision of God in your life. And how, mu- how many times have you just removed yourself from the vision? You've not cracked it. You've not opened it. You don't read it. And then we wonder why our lives perish. Is anybody listening to me this morning? I could preach on missions about why the heathen perish. I'm talking about why people that that are, are people of God, why things perish in our lives, because the vision is there, but it's not in me. It's not in my brain. It's not in my heart. It's over there closed, because I've removed myself from it. Oh, you need to open yourself up to the vision of God, to the words of God, to the revelation. of. Let Him talk to you. Let Him communicate to you. Because when you shut him off, you're done. And it doesn't matter from the pulpit to the pew. I don't care if you've been saved 50 years. You shut God off, you're done. There came a time in Israel that tried to find a prophet. They couldn't find one. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be terrible if you lived in the days of the Old Testament and you didn't have a completed Bible and it depended upon you to go find a prophet for God to speak to you? You do remember how that was with Saul? You remember Saul? He, he, they, they lost you know uh, the, the animals there and they, he, they, they said, where, where are we going to find them? Let's go to the seer. Let's go to Samuel. Let's go to the man of God. Let's go to the prophet because he'll tell us what we need to know from God. Yeah. You remember that? And so they had to go look for the prophet and they found him. You know what I believe today? I believe not only is there a willingness of some to remove themselves from the vision, from the words of God, but I believe also there are people, men, prophets that should have been prophets that have removed themselves from being the vessel that God could use to give the vision. In other words, this is what I'm saying. If Saul couldn't find Samuel, how would he have gotten a message from God? If Samuel had said, man, I'm I'm not going to do this thing. my My mom and dad took me to the temple and they forsook me. Anybody listen to me this morning? I got PTSD because my parents turned me over to this house. And you know what house he lived in? He lived in Eli's house with two wicked boys. He could have said, forget this. God's not been fair with me. But you know what would have happened if He had done that? There would have been a host of people that would have never got the vision of God. Because they're also, you also have to have a prophet. How many people don't have a preacher? And they couldn't find the truth of the Word of God because they, don't, they, they can't find anybody that will even tell them what God said. And there's no prophet to be found. There's no preacher to be found. I'm not going to say pastor or reverend or ministerial person because there's a lot of those that don't give the Word of God to anybody. Hey, hey look guys, my job is not to preach psychology. My job is not to be your best friend, though I want to be good friends. My job, my job is not to be your therapist. My job is, not, my job is to give you God's words. Amen. That's my job. And oh, woe is unto me if I preach not his words. I don't have the answer. I don't know how to help. But I know that my job is to give this to people because without this, you perish. There's no hope for you. There's no hope for America. America is removing itself from this. And America is fast becoming a place where there's no preachers, there's no prophets to get up and preach this, there's no vision. There's no vision in the churches. There's no instruction from God. There's no communication. I'm telling you, what, the devil don't even care if you're religious. He didn't even care if you go to church. He just doesn't want you to go somewhere where somebody will open up the vision of God and give you his words. That's what he doesn't want. Because you can perish just as quick from the, from the pew of a church, amen, as you, come, you can from a bar stool. Amen. When you come to church, are you saying... God, speak to me. Reveal yourself to me. That's the vision. Communicate with me, Lord. That doesn't happen many times because there's nobody to give it out. It also happens because people remove themselves from it or they don't want to hear it. And so they don't get that what they need from God because they don't don't want it. We need willing hearers. We need willing bearers. We need willing prophets. But sometimes, and this is what scares me, there's no vision for another reason. Would you go to Amos chapter 8? And this is why the word of the Lord should be so precious to us. It should be so precious to us before it's gone. (laughs) Because here we find a prophecy in the book of Amos Go to Daniel, then Hosea, Joel, Amos, Amos chapter 8. Because there can be no vision for another reason, and it might not have anything to do with your heart. The peril of no vision is there's no knowledge of God, the knowledge of God is lost. And when the knowledge of God is lost, then people are just a prey. They're a prey for the devil and his ways. They're a prey for the flesh. They're a prey for the world because the knowledge of God is lost. There's no weaponry. There's no defense. There's no fight against evil because the sword of the Spirit, the revelation of God has been removed and people are just destroyed. They perish. He says in Amos chapter 8, would you look at it in verse number 11. Behold, the days come, saith the Lord God. Now, watch this now: that I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread, nor a thirst for water, but of hearing. The words of the Lord. Luke verse 12. And they shall wander from sea to sea and from the north even to the east. They shall run to and fro. Look at it. To seek the word of the Lord and shall not find it. God says they're coming today. The world keeps turning me off and rejecting the word of God and not interested in it. He said there's coming today. I'm going to send a famine. Not a famine of bread. Not a famine where people will starve to death but a famine where they'll starve to death for the word of God, they won't be able to find the words of God even if they went and looked for them. They would not be able to find the instruction and the message that they needed for their life even if they went looking for it. They couldn't find God's communication and revelation even if they tried to look for it because the judgment of God had fallen. Do you know, he says, where there is no vision, the people perish. I usually wouldn't say that. I would say this. I would say where there's destruction and ruination and, 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 and when the fabric of society and the fabric of the home break down, then people begin to perish. But that's not what God says. The God, God says this. How you know that you are in the state of perishing is when my words aren't there. Not when everything's falling apart. That's just the result. The perishing is actually done when the words aren't there anymore. You know, that's what the Bible says about people that are lost and if you're not saved here this morning, the Bible says that we, all, we, we as God's people ought to have compassion for you and pull you out of the fire. You know what he says about lost people? They're already in the fire. It's not that they're going to hell. They're already a child of hell. They're already under condemnation. It's not they will be condemned no this is the condemnation. The wrath of God abides on you today if you're not saved. It's not waiting. You're already there. And what I'm trying to say is without the words of God your life is already destroyed. Our problem is we just see the effects of that. And then we want to try to go fix fix the effects. Instead of saying, you know, the Word of God is absent from my life. The Word of God is absent from my daily life. I'm perishing. I'm not listening to God. I'm not letting God instruct me. I'm not letting God communicate with me. I'm not letting God reveal Himself to me. I'm perishing. We don't do that. We wait till we see all the damage and we say, oh, they're perishing. No, no, no. The perishing is done when the words aren't there. Wouldn't we be helped if we saw that? Boy, I had not read my Bible in a a week. I'm perishing. I've been to church the last two months, but I had not been listening to anything, and my heart's been closed. I'm perishing. Wouldn't that be better? Because where there is no vision the people perish not where there is no money the people perish not even where there is no support not not where there is no love he didn't even say that he said where there's no vision because what you need more than you need money, what you need more than what you, than friends, what you need more than a job, what you need more than, than your problems being gone, what you need is God's vision in your soul. That is, the, that is what's going to save and help and keep you. He says there's coming a famine. Mm. There are people today... In our country, there are young people today that have never even heard the name of Jesus. They have never heard one message out of the Bible. nobody If you opened up the Bible then, it, we, we, it would be just as foreign to them as a comic book. And I'm telling you, that is the state of people perishing. And we understand that. But I'm telling you this morning, you can live day after day without this book. And don't do it where there is no vision, the people perish. I don't, I don't want to end on that negative. I've ended a lot of messages negative, but this verse doesn't end negatively. Would you go back to our verse? All the way back to Proverbs 29. What is the vision? It's God's divine communication with us. What's the peril of no vision? Well, we perish. But it can be our own fault. It could be the judgment of God. Oh, my soul. God, deliver us from being so rebellious that one day God just turns off the lights on us. That God just quits calling preachers into the ministry. That God quits showing us anything from the Bible as, as an act of judgment on our rebellious hearts. But I see one other thing. What's the vision is? I see that. I see the peril of not having the vision. And then Proverbs 29, again, verse number 18, if you'd look at it with me, where there is no vision, the people perish. But thank God for that. But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. You see how he correlates the vision to the law. He's correlating the revelation of God's word in the vision to the revelation of God's word in the written law, in those commandments, in, in the stones with the hand of God. It's the communication, the revelation of God. And he says this, he says, if, if you keep the law, if you, he that keepeth the law, happy is he in other words without the vision there's perishing but if I'll keep the vision if I'll hold on to the words then it'll bring not just a safety for my life it'll bring happiness in my life happiness you know I believe the Bible I believe the Bible if I didn't believe the Bible I'd just go home I believe the Bible I'd go to Destin, Florida and sit on the beach and be a bum if I didn't believe the Bible. That's what I'd do. I believe the Bible. He says if you'll keep the law, happy is He. I tell you what, I see a lot of people that say they're saved and there's no happiness there. Maybe the vision hasn't been kept. Maybe the words of God haven't been kept close. No, no, preacher, that's not it. Well, how open has your heart been the last seven days to the Word of God? That'll probably that'll probably be the measure of your happiness. Whoso keepeth the law, we saw in First John. Whoso keepeth my words. In him verily is the love of God perfected. God perfects his love in us as we keep his words. Now I can't keep myself saved. I can't I I can't I can't keep myself in that way at all. But you know what I can keep? I can hold on to this. I can keep this in my heart. I can keep this in my mind. That I will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. I can keep this in my brain. I can keep this in my heart. I can have God's revelation still mean a lot to me. And you know what it'll, it'll do? It'll make me happy. Jesus wants everybody happy. Jesus wants everybody glad. Jesus wants everybody happy, happy, happy. Amen. And he doesn't want anybody sad. Amen. But you know what? You can't. Would you look up here? You can't be happy without that. Right. Amen. You can't. I don't care how many presents you get. I don't care how many new relationships you get. I don't care what you try to do or don't do. You can't be happy without that. But if you'll hold on to it, keep your heart open with it. There's no greater calamity than the removal of the vision, than the failure it is to keep it. In other words... If I have the revelation, if I have the community, if I have the words of God, but I don't keep them, I don't, I don't bring them into my heart, to whom much is given, much is required. They, they came to Jesus. I'm almost finished. They came to Jesus and they said this because, you know, they looked at his mother, Mary, and they said, Blessed is the womb that bare thee. Jesus said, Yea, rather. Boy, Jesus. Everybody wants to say how wonderful Mary was. Well, boy, you've got a good mother. Blessed is the womb that thee. And Jesus said, yea, rather. Blessed are they that hear the Word of God and keep it. Do you know you can be more blessed than the Virgin Mary this morning? If you'll just hear the Word of God and keep it. Jesus told the parable of the the ground and the good seed, the word of God put in the ground. And he shows that as a parable of the heart. And he says, I'll tell you what the good ground is. The good ground are the people where the word of God is sown and they hear the word of God and they keep it. And it brings fruit. It's not enough to have a Bible in your hand. You've got to have it in your heart. It's not enough to know all the facts up here. You've got to have it in your heart. We use that word keep in a variety of ways. Keep as in in our possession, but also keep as in do. We talk about keeping the commandments. In other words, this is... What does it matter if you know everything that God wants you to know and you don't ever do anything with it? I'm not a health and wealth gospel preacher, but I'm going to tell you right now. And this is a revelation from God Almighty. There is no happiness without you keeping this book. Happy is he that keep it. Oh preacher, society and the world and every day is another tragedy and every day is another heartache and we see people perishing going to hell every day and the devil just doing all kind of things in people's lives. Yes, yes, but if you'll keep the word of God it'll make you happy. Where there is no vision the people perish but he that keepeth the law happy is he. So how's your 2023 going to be? It'll be directly correlation with what you do with this.